Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. So, um, every year at this time, I find that Boy Scout Recognition Sunday hands me an opportunity to reminisce, to remember and reflect how scouting ultimately affected who and what I am today. Scout Sunday gives me a chance to think about what it meant for me to be a Boy Scout, to reminisce about what effect scouting had on, um, on my life then and now. Now, if I'm honest, I'd have to admit I could have been a better Boy Scout. Well, I liked the meetings. I liked the camping trips. I liked the friendships with the other guys. I learned to tie a few useful knots. Well, they were useful then. And um, I learned about hiking and cooking in the woods. I even earned a few merit badges. But uh, in retrospect, I think I probably could have been a lot more aware of all the things that scouting had to offer me. Still for me, one thing really stands out about my scouting experience. Even after more than 50 years, I can tell you that a Boy Scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. That's the Scout law. And I remember it. Every word, in order, by heart, even today. The Scout law has 12 points, and each is a goal for every Scout. A scout tries to live up to the law every day. It's not always easy, but a scout always tries. First and foremost, probably foremost anyway, a scout is trustworthy. You tell the truth. You keep your promises. People can depend on you. When the founder of scouting, Lord Robert Baden-Powell, first wrote the scout law, this first point was actually phrased a scout's honor is to be trusted. If a scout says, on my honor it is so, he wrote, it is the same as if the scout had taken a most solemn oath. All other points of the law flowed from the honor and trustworthiness of the scout. So too then, a scout is loyal, caring about family, friends, and leaders, as well as school, community, and country. As a scout, you are helpful, volunteering without reward, friendly even to people who are very different from you, courteous and kind, treating others the way you would like to be treated. A scout is obedient, following important laws and rules, and cheerful in whatever he does. A scout is thrifty, not wasteful, and wise with the use of natural resources, brave even in the face of fear, clean in body and mind, and a scout is reverent toward God, faithful in religious duties, and respectful of the beliefs of others, trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. So. How can a retiree who forgets your names most of the time <laughs> and probably can't remember what he had last night for dinner, how can he recite and live by this scout law that he learned as a teenager? Well, 
It's important. Because in the final analysis, the things that are most important to us, the principles by which we live, are the things that we remember. It's important that others know they can depend on you, that you won't be just a fair-weather friend. It's important that they know that they can count on your kindness, that you'll stand up to the crowd when it's wrong, that you are a person of character and integrity, dedicated to living a life that accepts those who are different and respects others' points of view. Now, it may occur to you, as it does to me, that the Scout Law has a lot of similarities to another law with which we try to guide our lives, a law that we call the Ten Commandments. Just like the Scout Law, the commandments urge us to live lives that are devoted to God. We are to be clean in our actions and avoid profanity in our speech. The commandments require reverence in worship and respect for our parents. They prohibit killing and stealing and mandate lives of high moral character. The commandments warn us against lying or lying to or gossiping about other people. And they prohibit the jealous desire to take from others the possessions which are rightfully theirs. I'm sure you'll agree that the laws of the Ten Commandments and the Scout Law have many wonderful things in common. And one thing that isn't quite so wonderful. That not-so-wonderful commonality is what you and I as sinful human beings do all too often. We break those laws. We fail to live up to them. Sometimes we even forget they're there. I may be able to recite the Scout Law by heart and say that it's one of the guideposts of my life, but saying the law and keeping it are just two different things. Try as we might to maintain lives free from sin and dedicate to honesty, reverence, and respect for others, we often fall prey to a world that says the end justifies the means. To those who ask what our God has done for us lately, to a society that says we are number one, we deserve the best, and we shouldn't let anybody take anything away from us. And so as we struggle to live up to the laws that we want to guide and govern our lives, as we fail and as we fall, it is quite fitting that in today's gospel, we are reminded of the Song of Simeon. The Gospel of Luke describes Simeon as righteous and devout, reverent in the words of the Scout Law. He lived in Jerusalem and had been promised by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death until he had seen the Lord's Christ, in other words, Jesus, the Messiah. And so it was that on the 40th day after the birth of Christ, in accordance with Jewish law, Mary and Joseph brought their son to the temple so that she might be purified after childbirth and their son could be presented. The Gospel tells us that Simeon was worshiping in the temple that day, and filled with the Holy Spirit, he took baby Jesus up in his arms and proclaimed, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, 
that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory to your people Israel. Just like the angels before him and the shepherds and the wise men and so many since, Simeon now looked upon the baby Jesus and proclaimed him the salvation of all people, Gentiles and Jews alike. Simeon knew that right there resting in his arms was the Lord of all creation, the Son of God sent into this world to take on our sins, indeed to die for us, that we might be forgiven when we fail to live up to those laws that we want to guide our lives. Brothers and sisters, what freedom we have through this Christ that Simeon proclaimed that day. The salvation of our God, prepared in the presence of all people. No salvation that we can earn, not like a merit badge, but a free gift from God who is in heaven. As William Temple, the Archbishop of Canterbury, put it, the only thing of our own which we contribute to our salvation is the sin which makes it necessary. But even when we trip, stumble, and fall, even when we fail to live up to the glory of the God who created us, Jesus is there to pick us up, absolving us of our sins, patting us on the back and saying, Get back in there and do your best. Love one another. Bear each other's burdens. Trust others. I'm sorry, treat others as you would like to be treated. Use the Scout Law, the Ten Commandments, and the words of Jesus as guides for your life. Do your best, knowing that you won't be perfect, but that you will be forgiven. After all these years, I remember the Scout Law because it became words for me to live by. Such a powerful force in the way that I want to live my life that even if I remembered not one other thing about scouting, for me, the Scout Law, that would be enough. Amen. Let us pray, please. Oh God, we thank you this day for the boys of Scout Troop 301, their parents, their leaders, and the congregation here that loves them. Bestow on us your Holy Spirit, that all of us may be moved to live the words of the Scout Law and to know your forgiveness when we fall short of fulfilling them. May we, we rejoice in the freedom your salvation gives us to live lives devoted to your word and dedicated to the service of others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.